2: Welcome to Hour 3, Long Labor Day Weekend. We're in here after it. Freedom, liberty, we can't take a day off with all of this on the line. I will be in guest hosting for Stefan Tubbs in the middle of this coming week, so I look forward to visiting, uh, regaling everybody in Backbone Country, if you'd care to tune in. I believe Wednesday I'll be in during the primetime drive slot going to try to have fun with that, ladies and gentlemen. But I wanted to talk in this hour a little bit about the collision ahead, the imminent collision that we are going to be witnessing on the way to November 2024. Tucker Carlson's been talking about this. I've been talking about this And that we have two essentially immovable objects heading directly toward one another. And they have been doing battle for these past, what, uh, six years? How many years ago was 2015 since the escalator? That would be eight years. Get my years correct. But Donald Trump versus the ruling class slash deep state of this country. It's for all the marbles. It's one that we have to win, ladies and gentlemen, if you care about this republic, if you care about the Constitution, if you care about freedom and the future of this nation, all right? The stakes are very high right now. And the way it works is they never, they never give Trump a clear shot at anything. That's, that's what I was talking about a bit in the last hour but Trump becomes president. You know, after all of their round-the-clock propaganda efforts to stop that, he won. Trump won 2016. And the first thing they do is they can't let him govern as president. I mean, they pulled every stunt in that campaign to try to block him, stop him, get everything focused on everything else other than the issues. But he wins. He gets in there, and then they can't let him be president. They have to do Russia hoax around the clock. They have to get Mueller on the case. That fizzles. Then they have to go to impeachment number one, bogus. Impeachment number two, bogus. And that's in addition to the constant daily bombardment of hoax propaganda during all that. Then heading into 2020 election cycle, I just remember I'm sitting around here on Backbone Radio and I'm looking at poll data and I'm saying, wow, Donald Trump is doing well with African Americans. Donald Trump is like doubling what any other Republican could do with support from the African American community. And then what did we have? We had the BLM riots break out across this nation. Are those two items connected? Trump doing well with the African American community and then all of a sudden you have these BLM riots in the midst of the COVID pandemic in which the media encourages people to go outside and protest in spite of all the lockdown restrictions, right? Do you remember that? $2 billion of damage burning this country for months and months that summer. And then throw the COVID in there, because I was, again, sitting here in Backbone Radio saying, wow, look at our economy, it's doing so great. We've got this golden Trump economy going on. If that continues, Trump's cruising to re-election. And then COVID happened, and they shut down the economy. Is that connected? Could that be connected? Do you see the trajectory here that we are on? They thought maybe they could get DeSantis in there to divide the party at minimum, or go ahead and take it away from Trump in the primary. They thought DeSantis might do it. They had it all worked out. They had all the Murdoch media, Wall Street Journal, Fox News propaganda, years of glowing coverage for DeSantis. They thought they could, they could get DeSantis over the top. But, man, that was a belly flop. Trump's running away with the primary. And so they've really got to face it now, does the deep state, who has decided they can't let Trump be president in 2024. They can't let him be president again. It's an existential threat to the American ruling class, to the corrupt globalist vision they have for us, for our future. So I did talk last week a bit bluntly about, because Tucker Carlson's been asking about it, and I've, I've talked about it here and there, is the worry about a potential for assassination, the worry about killing Trump. You look at that deep state trajectory and, you know, Russia hoax, Mueller impeachments, BLM riots, COVID shut down the economy of these people. If that's all related, yeah, you know, what will they they will stop at nothing they will stop at nothing to retain their power. And I've been saying this for a long time. The people who uh, have power in this country, that small, unloved few of the ruling class, the oligarchs, the billionaires, the deep staters, the bureaucrats, they will do anything to maintain their hold on power. They will not give it up willingly. To, for them to give it up, I mean, they would have to be defeated okay, and that's just the way it works. And But it's not quite a normal situation where they're trying to arrest Trump, throw him in jail for the next 700 years. And we played the sound of an independent female voter in the last hour about how, my gosh, I mean, they're doing all this stuff. It's making me think that what Trump's been saying all along is right. I mean, look at all the money and the propaganda that they're exerting to try to stop Trump from being on the ballot, for being able to run, for being able to be the next president? Gosh, doesn't that... Jeez, mugshot? What the heck? The mugshot has backfired on the deep state. It's only been a boon in popularity to Donald Trump. The arrest, the indictments, only make Donald Trump more popular, and you watch the other candidates sink. Donna Brazil, this morning on... Uh, ABC, the Sunday show with Snuffleupagus, you know the little guy sitting at the desk with his, with his feet dangling above the ground. Donna Brazile said this this
3: morning. Leftist political advisor here but I have to say something because George I'm old enough to say this Uh, I've seen two movements outside of the social justice movements in my life on the political side one was the Reagan movement Reagan had a hold on his base the country at large they saw him as someone who was willing to stand up for American values whatever that might have meant now I thought it was reactionary Uh, the other movement I saw was, was Barack Obama hope and change that galvanized the American people I've never seen Anything like this with Donald Trump. I mean, what doesn't kill you make you stronger? I mean, being convicted, I mean, being indicted, that's making him stronger. Raising $10 million using an ugly mugshot uh, to raise money, this is a movement. And anyone who thinks that you can apply the old political rules to trying to defeat this candidate based on he's scary, he's ugly, whatever you might want to call him, this is a movement. And we have to respect the fact that it's a movement. This
2: is a movement, says Donna Brazil. And of course, you have to filter through the words she uses and the ugly words she uses. They have to always use that kind of language. It's a form of propaganda. You use the ugly word twice in that 56-second soundbite to try to attach the word ugly to Donald Trump, when the mugshot was actually like the coolest, savviest mugshot ever. T-shirts, tattoos, get ready for those. They're probably already out there. (laughs) $10 million raised off of that mugshot. But the immovable objects are the movement, the MAGA movement, the Put America First movement that has, that has the vast majority of the Republican Party voters saying yes to that, and yes, a certain amount of individuals that aren't really affiliated with a party, but they will come out and vote for Trump. They won't vote otherwise if Trump's not on the date. They just won't show up. And there's even some Democrats out there that like the idea of putting America first. There are some. Trump gets more of them than the other candidates by far. So the immovable object is, yes, the unloved, small, fringe, fragile group of elites, the oligarchs running the show behind the curtain, versus a massive movement of the American people that want to see their country saved, that want to get their voices back, that want to actually have a republic actually have a constitution have a democracy yes let's where do they go next let's talk keep on rolling with the changes and yes uh changes in life changes are a constant in life and man we got to roll with them and guess what if you do it right you come out on top <laughs> oh yes oh yes you do you roll with the changes and you come out on top of them there's a whole bunch of rappers now endorsing Trump after the indictment. New York Post story: Trump indictment spark wave of endorsements from rappers. Maybe it needs to be an organization called Rappers for Trump. Apparently, Chicago rapper named Badman Kivo this week tattooed the former president's mugshot, Trump's mugshot, on his leg and shared the moment on Instagram with his 3 million followers with a lot of words of praise for Donald Trump. Buffalo rapper Benny the Butcher tweeted, I'm voting for Trump 2024. Over a million views on Twitter. YG, another rapper who used to be quite anti-Trump and had some raps that were very anti-Trump, but boy... He is now all in for Donald Trump. Little Pump or Lil Lil L I L Pump. Big Trump supporter there, Jordan Coleman, another rapper, big Trump sub- rappers for Trump, folks. It's a thing. It is a thing. But let me get to my main point where the deep state trajectory is on the imminent collision. And you got to stick with me for this slightly extended segment. Sometimes I get a little philosophical. It takes a while to unfurl and develop the context, the subtlety of the points here. You gotta you gotta have this. But Tucker Carlson is worrying about the same things that I'm worrying about. And Tucker Carlson says he worries. We're speeding for an assassination right now. Look at that trajectory. Look what they're doing to Trump. What do they have left? They've tried everything. They've tried every stunt, hoax, deep state, trick. These savage animals have been able to come up with and they can't Stop the movement. They can't stop the MAGA movement. They can't. They can't get anywhere, and they only backfire with what they do. So, where are we going? Listen, let's listen closely here. What do you think the future holds? Is it Adam Carolla? I don't know. I I mean, talking to Tucker Carlson. Are they
1: going to let Trump be president? Of course. I mean, look. If you know, they protested him, they called him names. He won anyway. They impeached him twice on ridiculous pretenses. They <laughs> fabricated a lot about what happened on January 6th in order to impeach him again. It didn't work. He came back, then they indicted him. It didn't work. He became more popular. Then they indicted him three more times, and every single time his popularity rose. So if you begin. With criticism, then you go to protest, then you go to impeachment, now you go to indictment, and none of them work. What's next? I mean, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously, and no one will say that. But I don't, I don't know how you can reach that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like they have decided, permanent Washington, both parties have decided that there's something about Trump that's that's so threatening to them they just can't have him. They're putting him on trial in March of next year in the J6 case, which basically consists of trying to send him to prison for the rest of his life for complaining about the last election. That's literally what it is. Again, if this were happening in Moldova, the State Department would issue an all hands on deck order to let the world know this is not a legitimate government. And yet our government is doing it. It's like it it's it's really it's hard to overstate how bad this is. And I'm not I, I don't. I don't know where it's going, but there's a collision that's clearly imminent. And by the way, the president is senile in a way that's impossible to deny. Biden's not running the government, you know, so like, I don't know. I I've never been this worried about anything as I am about where this is going.
2: Wow. There you go. Tucker Carlson saying stuff out loud, says he's never been this worried about anything. He is worried we are speeding towards assassination of Donald Trump. And I'll tell you, that's the one thing that's got to be on a millions upon millions of Americans' minds, on the back of their minds, as a big, big worry. And you just hope that this corrupt, savage, deep state that has gotten their stranglehold on this nation, you just hope that they have at least one iota of wisdom to not try to go there. Thankfully, Trump has Secret Service protection around him as a former president around the clock at all times. But, you know, things happen. Things can happen, right? Tucker Carlson says he's never been more worried about anything than he is worried about, about this and again, look at that trajectory. Look at the trajectory. You know, they call them names. They lie about them. They rush a hoax about them. But I was just talking about, like, rappers for Trump. And just like back in 2020, I was talking about, wow, look at Trump has big support. It's probably at like 20% now support from African-American voters, which is gigantic for the Republican Party. If African-American support holds at 20% for Trump and he goes through the primary heads to the general that is the end of the road for the Democratic Party and that's what I was saying back then and then all of a sudden we had the BLM scenario come up could that have been connected i, I just i'm just wondering and the trump again the economy was so great and then we had to have covid and it shut down our whole economy do, do you ever wonder these things and i'm not saying for sure they're connected but i just i was just thinking, and I, again, I was speaking out loud back in 2020 on Backbone Radio, you know, that to, to beat Trump, you know, they're going to have to somehow find a way to not have him do well with African-American voters. They're going to have to, where he's polling well, they're going to have to have some way to destroy the economy. And then things happened, right? And if those are connected, you start wondering, what would these people not do to hold on to power? What would they not do? If those things are connected it's pretty uh that's pretty pretty head spinning stuff, right? And I can't definitively say that they are connected, but um but I think I can definitively say you have to wonder and look at what they're doing now. The arrests, the indictments. That's getting really heavy, really like crossing a bunch of rubicons here folks. We are in uncharted territory as we head for a collision of some sort. And I think it's all hands on deck, folks. Be alert. Be be aware. Let's say hello to Holly in Aurora. Holly, thank you for checking in. Welcome.
4: Hi, Dr. Dunn. How are you doing?
2: Doing fine, thank you.
4: Good. Um, boy, I don't know where to start. But um, what I think made me decide to call was... Um, if we step back and just look at Trump and what he's been able to do, it's almost as though he's not doing this himself fully. In other words, what I'm trying to say is I think he knew in 2015 when he and Donnie and Eric came down the escalator and everything. Yep. I think they knew that the Lord has a call on Donald Trump's life. He's got a call on him. That means, in my opinion, what that means is he has said, I want you to do this, and if you are to do this, if he does have a call on him, he's going to, he will protect him. He will protect, he will go before him. He will have his backside. The Lord is, the Lord is making
2: this. Oh, backside. Holly, let us hope. Let us hope and let us pray. I had some requests last week to play some music by Jim Reeves, and we got it done here tonight. I love that Jim Reeves sort of sound, and it just does sound like a better America, doesn't it? And I had to play it long enough to get those bass notes in, where he goes low. Oh, let's have it. Here he goes low. Now that's a low note. And Jim Reeves can hit those low notes. (laughs) At any rate, thanks for the suggestion from a texter to studio a while back saying, Hey, Jim Reeves, bring it. And we did indeed bring it. Blue Boy is another great one from uh, from Jim Reeves, and also Down by the Riverside and a few of the other ones. At any rate, yeah, we're we're on to heavy topics. And Holly, Holly's sentiments. The last caller we talked to. Boy, we are praying. We are praying that Holly has that one, has that one right. And that's the thing is when you have somebody like a Trump go, step up and defy the deep state, they can't control him. They can't tear him down. They throw everything, everything, everything at him. And he just keeps on winning. He just keeps on coming. He just keeps on growing in the polls. He just keeps on doing great. He keeps on in a good mood. He keeps on wanting to save this country. That makes this deep state increasingly frantic increasingly desperate. They're scared. They are very scared. They see it again as existential. If Trump gets in there again, becomes president again, knowing all that he knows, knowing all that he has been through, knowing what his plans are to come right at these deep state people, the corrupt people again, the unelected who are putting America last and running this place into the ditch. They are screwing up this country massively. It is so horrible to see what they are doing to this place. And they think they can do whatever they want. But I think they're also worried that Biden has done such a crap job that it's going to be very hard to get a Biden or any other Democrat over the finish line again in 2024. And maybe they have to resurrect COVID again. Maybe they'll have to come up. who knows what stunts, you know, but it could be as Tucker Carlson worries about that we're speeding towards assassination. And I would say that would rip this country apart. That's how that would play. It would tear the blanket. That's just how that would how that would play, folks. But the people who have power, that small few, they, they, people get weird about power. They get so weird about power. They can't let it go. It becomes this weird, insane obsession. I've got the power. I can't let it go. just like every villain you could imagine in every movie you've ever seen about crazed villains and their lust for power. And we've got those people running this place. Savage animals. And yes, I I start to use the word evil. Look at what they've done. Look what they're trying to do. But again, backfiring, backfiring. By the way, Trump brings up a point on this.
0: Under crooked Joe Biden, our country is going through some very difficult times. The rule of law is being destroyed and the justice system is being wielded as a weapon against Joe Biden's political opponents, me primarily. Over the past few months, I've heard from countless Americans who are deeply disturbed by these appalling political persecutions and attacks. I want to say to you today, do not despair and do not lose hope. Every injustice they throw at us, every hoax, witch hunt and abuse of power must only harden our will and steal to resolve to save our nation. This is the nation we love. We will save it. We will not let this happen. Our vindication will come on Election Day 2024. We will take back power from these lunatic, sick and sinister people. We will expose their corruption for history to see and justice will be done. So keep on fighting and turn all of our frustration and your frustration and energy into determination to achieve an epic victory in November 2024. Nothing is more important. This will be the most important election in the history of our country. Our country is going bad. Our country is going into a communist state, and we can't let that happen. We will make America great again. We cannot let anything happen to this precious country of ours. Thank you very much.
2: Absolutely. Can I get an amen for that? Amen. We cannot let this place go. Thank you, Blake. That was a great amen. Any despair you might feel, any worry you might feel, convert it into action. Convert it into paying very close attention and having your voice and your actions be a part of the effort to save this place, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man, they are worried. They are worried. And by the way, Viktor Orban, the prime minister of Hungary, says, yeah, you know, they're trying to arrest Trump. They're arrested. That's a communist thing to do. That's what the communists used to do in Hungary when it was a communist state. That's so commie of them. Listen to this one again. Tucker Carlson talking to Orban, one of the best leaders that Europe has right now. And that's why the World Economic Forum and the globalists do not like him. The American State Department does not like Orban. I was ask you one last question
1: about Trump, since you brought him up a couple of times. You were just in an election that I know your staff was worried you might lose. There was an open question. You won pretty sizably, but it was a real election. Oh, it was. Did you consider at any point just indicting your challenger on fake documents charges and trying to throw him in jail? Wouldn't that have been easier?
5: You mean against me? Yeah. Okay, we have some bad chapters of our history. But that kind of uh, civilian war, called civilian war, was not part of our culture. So we can beat each other, we can argue against each other, but, you know, to do what's going on now in, in some countries and in, even in your country, you know, to, to use the, the justice system against the political opponents, in Hungary, I think it, it's impossible to imagine. You know, that was done by the communists. It's a very communist methodology to do that. So in Hungary, we are all aware that we are... Okay, we disagree on many things. Ideology, values, vision on the future, even practices of politics. But, you know, we belong to the same nation. Okay, we are rivaling. But what is the final sense of this this argument and competition? To unite the nation, yeah? To provide a better future. So you, you, you can't say that I will kill you or I will send you to the, to the prison. And you know, if, 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 if you follow that track, no chance to unify the nation. If the nation is not unified, you can't run for big purposes. So competition is okay, but it must be fair, legally perfect. Otherwise, you can sacrifice your country and the future of your country for your personal success, which is not acceptable, at least not in Hungary.
2: There you go. Now that is a key key clip there from Viktor Orbán, the Prime Minister of Hungary. That's what the communists did, he said. Remember the communist history? Been to the to the ever-burning flame in Budapest for the protesters killed by the thousands in 1956 by the Rathaus, the House of Parliament to use the justice system against political opponents says Orban, is what the communists did. And you know, you cannot unite the country if you say that I will send you to prison, I will kill you. If you're going to try to kill your political opponent or send your political opponent to prison, you can't unite the country. But, oh, what if the people in America are communists, and what if they want to divide the country, and what if they are so bitterly clinging to their power, they will do anything, anything, anything to keep hold of their power? That is the stakes, ladies and gentlemen, that we are in right now, as a nation. I just I, I, we need more people to so many see it, so many millions upon millions, their eyes are open to this and they're awake to this, and they understand this. And they throw the indictments on the camel's back, and all those straws in the camel's back undermines all the other straws they have thrown in that camel's back, and they're running out. It's backfiring. They're getting desperate. They know they're unloved. Trump is winning, winning, winning. He's only going up in the polls. They're getting nervous. What's this collision going to look like that we have ahead? Trump says, do not despair. We're going to save this place. Do not despair. Do not let your heart be troubled. We're going to save this place. And this is one we got to win, ladies and gentlemen. If you want my take, we got to win this one. Just a little talk with Jesus here, and we got Blake hopping back there behind the glass. Is this not totally immensely awesome, Blake? This is pretty keen. You can't beat it. Just a little talk with Jesus from Elvis Presley, Carl Perkins, Johnny Cash, and Gerald Lewis. The Million Dollar Quartet, as Sam Perkins called them, back in Memphis. I believe they were in Memphis. They weren't in Nashville, they were in Memphis. And they just brought that one. I still remember the first time I heard that song ever. I happened to be out in the Caribbean. I was on an island, man. And this came on the dance floor out of the blue, all this dance music. And then this song comes on, and I was blown away. And so we've played that from time to time around Backbone Radio and you kind of like that, Jerry Lee, just kind of harmonizing. They were just riffing. They were just complete spontaneity there, and you gotta love, you gotta love it when they're just spontaneously making it happen. When they also happen to be like brilliant Americana crooners, songwriters. One thing about Donald Trump's existence. He continues to exist. He continues to thrive. He continues to be in a good mood. He continues to be determined. He continues to be winning. Look at the dominating poll data. That in itself is a humiliation for the deep state, who have long thought that they can control, they can get rid of anyone. They can knock anybody out they want to. They have their ways. They have not been able to with Trump. And again, That makes them nervous. That makes them desperate. That makes them panicky. They're already bitter, fragile people. And they're running the country into the ditch, but they're so bitter, so fragile, that this guy just keeps going, and it's just, it's just... Can you see how pathological they are when they see this guy still going? That in itself makes you wonder about what kind of a collision we are to have ahead and I've been saying that Fox News, the Murdochs, they, they despise Trump. You know, they, they want their DeSantis. They want that guy. And they realize they're not going to get him. So the Fox News panel is just, you know, after all they've tried to do for DeSantis, they're now saying stuff like this now.
1: It is for President Donald Trump,
2: who, according to a new
1: Wall Street Journal poll shows, is absolutely running away with the Republican primary polling. It's uh, it's gone up. April to now, from 48 percent support to 59 percent support, while you can see the closest challenger, Ron DeSantis, has gone down from 24 percent to 13 percent. That's if the primary were held today. According to a Wall Street Journal poll, you can see the yawning gap is 46 points.
4: Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, the indictments and then a mugshot, which they thought would seal the deal on the other side against Donald Trump, that this would be like just Uh, one step too far. Republicans couldn't possibly put their number one primary candidate, allow their number one primary candidate to be somebody who just had a mugshot um, in, a, in a seedy, you know, jail in Fulton County. And yet here we are.
0: Yeah. And this poll was taken after the Republican debate. So if if people were worried, if if we were all positing, was it will it would it help? Would it hurt? Uh, didn't hurt him at all. I mean, a 46 point lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, there two, two parts of the story, are of course, a 60 point point. Uh, percent lead is uh, 60 percent at this point is staggering but also the cratering of ron desantis you can't ignore if you're at 24 in april and now you're at 13 um and then we're hearing reports about super PACs pulling out money pulling out of other states they're starting to try to figure out whether or not they can even continue to finance that campaign Uh, and now of course he's he's overseeing what's going on down in florida which is exactly what he should be doing um It just I don't know what the prospects are for any other candidate at this point, except for the following through of the indictments and investigations and all the legal
4: challenges, which is is. why you're seeing so much on the Internet and other conversations on important podcasts. People saying, will the Democrats, will the deep state, will they what else can they do? Because, you know, there's not a lot left that they can do to stop this train.
2: What else will the deep state do? That's where Tucker Carlson says, we are speeding towards assassination, and let us pray that those savage animals do not go there or attempt to go there. But man, think of all the straws they've thrown on the camel's back for all these years since the escalator. And you just wonder if the mugshot and the indictments and the arrests are the ones those big straws they throw, the, the camel just collapses. And everyone's like, my gosh, I don't trust the DOJ, the FBI, Congress, any institution. They are full of crap. The media is constantly worthless propaganda. This could, sometimes you think, could we be on the verge of some kind of a landslide here to save this country? I mean, the camel, I think the camel has collapsed. And I think they're getting even more scared The string pullers behind the scenes. Oh, let it be so. Let it be so, one and all. And on the weekend, Labor Day weekend, where Jimmy Buffett passes along, let's see, it's 6.57, but you know what? It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Let's be going out with a little tribute to Jimmy Buffett. This is from the country phase, Alan Jackson. Leads this one off Little escapism, so Labor Day weekend Let's...
5: So
2: Alright, we'll let's just do some escapism like It's better to stay present And be focused and aware In your own present to moment and surroundings But, you know, a little escape hour, This normal part of a human the human condition Yeah, the boss, and man I And I this song day, glorifies some baby. things But, you know... Oh, Labor Day weekend Jimmy Buffett makes his cameo A little ways into this one Somewhere It is 5 o'clock Tomorrow Monday when you're out there Not working Yeah Labor Day Somebody's going to be working though right Are you going to be in here tomorrow Blake? No, I'm not. Uh, Yo, you're not that's working. it, man. Okay. <laughs> We've worn you out tonight. <laughs> it's four hours. <laughs> and I do hope I timed it right. Will I get the Buffett cameo or not? Because you got to wait for it. He sort of shows up and takes over here. Yeah, let's, you know, we talk about serious stuff around here, but sometimes you just gotta,
5: you gotta
2: let it roll, roll with the changes. There's times where you don't have to take it all that seriously, but I don't know, it's kind of a serious moment in our republic's history. Don't take it not too seriously for too long.
3: It's my advice.
2: A light touch, though.
0: A like this, I can't help but wonder,
3: what would Jimmy Buffett do? Uh Jimmy what Buffett. <laughs> I'd say, pull me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. Go, Jimmy! Sing stream, it, Jimmy! But I don't care.
2: Parrot heads unite.
3: Tall and strong,
2: right on, Jimmy. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. We're signing out. We'll see you on Wednesday. I'll be in for tubs. Till then, saddle pals.